Hello, everyone. Here at Soda Pop Culture Club, we want to give a quick disclaimer before we go into this movie to let everyone know that we do not condone violence. We understand there is violence against women in this movie, and the jokes we make in this are just about the absurdity of the movie itself. We do not condone violence against women, men, animals, children, crickets, or Chris Rock. Thank you. for the perfect rental on a Friday night, finally settling on something unexpected that you have treasured watching ever since, much like the movie we are doing today. Welcome to Mike and Anthony's Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Anthony. I'll turn it up. Turn it up. And my special guest, which is my daughter, and we're going to get her take on it. Hi. I'm not very special guest if I'm appearing on like all of them now. Well, so. this is only your second one. <laughs> all of them? She's on her second one. All of a sudden, she's you. been all, all. All right. Give a better <laughs> intro than that. Give us something. You've been like bouncing off the walls before we even started this. <laughs> no. I did. No. I did the do you I love her. Do you want me to do it again oh, all over? Cut this. Edit. I say, Alyssa, oh. have some cotton eye dough or something. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> no, I'm not singing the cotton eye <laughs> joke for you. Not for okay. Us <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, let me go on. We're going to bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond, during which we will play the game. And we will open up a six-pack of favorite scenes. We also point out a couple of generic scenes as well. At the end of the show, we will rate the movie 1 to 24 cans. One can is you are in a relationship with Wes and you didn't pick up the cigarettes, 24 cans is anything other than what's in this fucking movie. Anyways, but before we get to all that, we want to let you know that we have a website, a magical place, sodapopcultureclub.com, where you can make your own movie suggestions. So if you want to guarantee we do your movie, all you have to do is make a donation of $25 using our Venmo or PayPal. The name is at Soda Pop Culture Club. Don't forget to make sure you say what it is for when you make your donation because we will just take your money and that's what we do. We just take the money. Anyways, we also strongly encourage you to email us letting us know why you want us to do the movie you requested. You can email us at Mike and Anthony at SodaPopCultureClub.com. And you're probably thinking to yourself, how can I look so cool and rep this podcast in public. Well, it's pretty easy. All you have to do is hit the merch link on our website and all your wildest dreams will come true. You can have a t-shirt, a hoodie, a fanny pack, my daughter's favorite thing, an NFT. You can go crazy with it. It's all good. (laughs) A couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with your friends. Check out our Instagram at Mike and Anthony, where we post, like I've said before, thirst traps of Anthony. And I'm just going to say they're pretty wicked. They're pretty wicked. We also have a Twitch channel and Like Anthony says, we haven't been doing it much because I'm too busy recording on Tuesday nights, but I will get back to it. I do promise to you. 
I do want to let you know, go to Apple Podcasts, hit us up for a five-star review and a comment, because it would be super awesome, and it helps us with the show and growing it. Anthony, do you want to tell these people what we're doing this What time week? is it? What? Are you done? All right. I'll oh, tell everybody. Yes. Um, so I found out that we're not actually playing a canned preview of this movie, because apparently the preview is not that good. So I'm just going to reenact it. I'm going to give what the preview should have been for this movie. All right. Ready? Yeah, yeah, buddy. Know how to step? Sure do. Want to prove it? All right. I put down payment on it. It's ours. Bud, you hear me? Go see your daddy. You like it better anyway? I love you, sissy. I love you, sissy. And I'll teach you how to ride scene. that bull. <laughs> yeah. Look, Bob. Oh, classic nut. Oh, man. (laughs) One nut. We'll get to that. Uh, So, are you guys ready to, after that rousing uh, performance, is anybody ready to uh, play the game? I'm so ready to play the game. Oh, yeah. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Let's do this. All right, the game. The game is where I have three movie reviews. One of them is fake that I made up, and they have to guess which one it is that I made up. You two can play along. Unlike Anthony, I was listening to our Heather's podcast today, just checking it out, and that was the one where we recorded twice, and Anthony likes to be a cheater the second time around. I don't time like to around. be a cheater. I like to get the trigger done on trigger one warning. <laughs> If someone would hit record. <laughs> <laughs> anyways anyways are you guys ready for me to read you these ready. reviews as so I'm you ready. can guess all yeah. right the first one is gary arnold of the washington post there's no denying that this film ends up as a counterfeit endorsement of the so-called simpler so-called values nicolette parsons of movie moms a country in western saturday night fever that just made me sick carol kling las Vegas. Las Vegas, Las Vegas review. Pop culture time capsule dominated by wingers breakthrough performance. Bum, bum, bum. So let's let my daughter guess first. Um, I'll go with the third one. And I don't know why, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. All right. And Anthony, what is your guess? The fourth one. What's that? The one that's the right one. D's. Here's a review by D's there Nuts. Go. There's a fake one in this movie. Let's. <laughs> what's your. What's your. Uh, what's your. What's your um, guess? I don't fucking know, and I don't fucking care. First of all, just pick well, one. Pick one. Um, what was that? Come on, you're a what horrible. What was the Saturday Night Fever one? One or the two. second one. A country and western Saturday Night Fever that just made me sick. Movie moms. That's probably not it, but I'm going to just pick that one just because. All right. Just yep. because. Well, he got it right and you got yeah. it wrong. But the reason, you, but here's the thing. Anthony did got it right, but not for the reasons he should have. Do you know who Nikki Parsons was? <laughs> who? Nikki Parsons. In the Born series? Yes. As soon as you said that, yeah. Her full name is Nicolette Parsons. There Nikki you Parsons. go. Who, who is I that? just... Is she? It's Julia, Julia Stiles. Stiles' character in the Bourne series. She's like oh. uh, the blonde girl that 
back at the office. She's the girl I from thought 10 you Things said I Hate About You. The Boring series, not the Born series. Yeah, 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's but, a great movie. Anyway. But shit. Nicolette Parsons is the character's name, not Julia Stiles' name. So <laughs> I was going. I know. It ex- it's See, Julia now, Stiles. Why did you fucking do character. that? Why didn't you say Bianca Stratford of the mom's whatever website? <laughs> you would have known I that know. in two seconds. I faked you out, but 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 you got it right, but not because you were just being dumb. No, I should have known oh, it was the second one because when we were watching that movie, you said it was like Saturday Night. I Fever. was just going to say one. that's why I picked it. You should, yeah, you should. Know. I picked it because <laughs> Saturday known. Night Fever reference. That's why I picked it. Oh, so I was still right because see, and she picked hers because of the alliteration I it, of Carol I picked Kling. it because of how your brain works and how you would have described it. All right, well, before we get into this, I do have a couple facts I want to go over that I found. In night, uh, What this movie is based on is actually sort of a true story. In 1978, Esquire published The Ballad of the Urban Cowboy, America's Search for True Grit. That was the name of this story article thing, which featured the Pasadena, Texas honky-tonk Gillies and a man named Drew Westbrook, the beer joint bull rider who is as as uncertain about where his life is going as America is confused about where it wants to go. Okay. So I don't know. I think Bud knows where he wants to go. I don't think yeah. it's this is a good question. Yeah. Uh, don't want to interrupt, yeah. but can I give our breakdown first? Since that's usually how we would do. Oh, things? fuck. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I just told you a little fact before oh, the okay. breakdown. <laughs> right. There you go. Oh my God. All right, here's the breakdown by numbers directed by James Bridges, starring John Travolta, Deborah Winger, Scott Glenn, Barry Corbin, Madeline Smith, and James Gammon. A few years prior to him leading Ricky Vaughn and company to their first pennant in over 50 years, Urban Cowboy was released on June 6, 1980, taking in $53.3 million at the box office against a $10 million budget. Score 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb and 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now we can get back into it. That That's so <laughs> fucking high. Okay. Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and you know what, you, what, what you don't know, uh, Alyssa, is that movies from the past, it's harder for them to get into the 90s. Like, so if you get a movie that's in the 70s, that's solidly a good movie from the early 80s. And anything in the 80s and 90s is almost, like, amazing. You know, that's, so more recently, those those numbers well, skew yeah, higher. Here's the thing, though. Way. Regardless numbers, it took in over $50 million in 1980. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of money. money. Yeah. That's sadly. a lot of 80s bucks. That is a lot of 80s bucks because uh, I'm sure that's like two, like $200 million today. So that's, that's yeah. a lot of money for this movie. Yeah. People um, like their trashy cowboys. But it wasn't, uh, but it yeah. wasn't a trashy cowboy. It was a Saturday Night Fever cowboy. That's the thing. <laughs> and... And, and is, I don't think uh, Deborah Winger wore a brassiere. Hey, also, movie, remember this so. is. Oh my god! Yeah, I know where the money this came is right from. Right off the heels of Greece, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know yeah, my feelings on that movie. Uh, well, well, we love it. What's your feelings? I do not like that movie. I know well, that. So we don't want your Alyssa. So tell me more. When tell we me did, more. Uh, do that movie, <laughs> and we did the podcast on that. We did. Um, yeah spend time focusing on how stupid John Travolta's character was and what a fuck up he was. And yeah. 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 We, we did here. it justice. So this is the grease version of cowboy trash. Well, he plays a, a screw up in much um, Greece, Saturday night fever and this, but I want to get into Welcome some facts before Potter. we get into this. Uh, 
Yeah, he's just, that's what he does. Um, Travolta was originally contracted to star in American Gigolo, but had reservations because the script was too reminiscent of a movie he had just done called Moment by Moment that flopped. He told Texas, and this is something he told Texas Monthly. So I asked to get out, and Paramount said I'd have to do two movies to replace it. That's when Urban Cowboy came up. So American Gigolo with Richard Gere. I know my daughter hasn't seen it. Have you seen it? No, I actually have not seen American Gigolo. Starts off with the great Blondie song, Call Me, you know, excellent movie. Great song, great song. He gets framed for murder. Richard Gere is brilliant in that movie. There's no way Travolta could have played that. Can I say something about Blondie (laughs) and it's random? What? Deborah Harry? Sure. Man, she didn't have good teeth. (laughs) Well, that's not 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 everyone's perfect. I'm just saying. Now, but here's my thing. She had pretty yellow teeth. And it really showed on the videos because they had the up close and with her hair in juxtaposition to it. Like, oh. damn, girl. Like, oh, yeah. you're, match you're the a, match the shades. You're a musician, I get it. Man. Get some veneers. <laughs> Come on, go go do that. Back then they didn't have veneers. That's she's the so thing. in reality, Guess man. What? Let her be white out on it. They had white out back. That's oh right. Don't let him don't let him treat her like that. I'm not yeah. you know, you go, girl. Guess what? I love Deborah Harry because she was in Tales from the Dark Side and I'm all good. All right. So I've got another fact I want to go over. Uh, Gary Busey, fresh off his Oscar nomination in the Buddy Holly story, revealed in his memoirs that he was offered the lead role of Bud as his next project. After considering it, he turned it down on the advice of his agent to do a movie called Foolin' Around instead, where his payday was to, to be much higher. He later regretted his decision, wishing he went with his initial intent to pick I, Urban Cowboy instead. Now I could. Oh see no, Busey I can see Busey in this as Wes. Uh, yeah, that's well. Yeah. I can see him as both, which is how. <laughs> yeah, you no, know. Come on, seriously. Do you want like? Can you picture that at the end? I love you, sissy. <laughs> sissy, I love you. No, I can't. I don't even know who this go man get is. Me two, go get me two meatball sandwiches, sissy. Sissy, sissy. <laughs> you don't give even know two. what that is. <laughs> Give it two. Give it two. Did I send you the picture? (laughs) Gary Busey, uh, he's the uh, Keanu Reeves partner in Point Break. If you've watched it, I don't know. He's the he's the older guy. The big teeth guy. Okay. He was in uh, Celebrity. What else is he? uh, One of the celebrity shows too. (laughs) I can't think. He's He's been in some things. If you, the problem is, I may not have exposed Uh, you to him, which is a good thing. Silver Bullet. (laughs) She's never seen Silver Bullet. What are you talking about? I forgot. All right, are we ready, guys? No, no. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Buford Bud Davis, a native of Spur, Texas, moves to Houston to take a job at an oil refinery where his uncle, Bob Davis, is employed. His goal is to make enough money to return to Spur and buy some land. While staying with Bob and his family, Bud embraces the local nightlife, including spending many nights at Gillies, a bar and nightclub in Pasadena. There we go. Mentioned the three-way. He had a three-way. Well, I figure we're going to get into that. Um, the, uh, but I will say that the uh, way this starts is him moving to the big city, but it can't be that, bit, that far of a move. I know Texas is large, but can he be like, is it like that big of a deal? Like He's not like he's moving like 10 states away and his parents can't come visit. Uh, and it's, it just feels now, weird. Let me explain something about the redneck lifestyle to you. Okay. You're, oh, you live. Yeah, it. you know the redneck lifestyle well. Farm, that's where you live. That's where you are. You go one farm over, it's culture shock. It's totally different. I've, I wouldn't that's know. That's why pigs and cows stay on the same farm. <laughs> T 
take them to another one. These other pigs and cows, they don't know. And it's all weird for them and shit. And guess what? When they get slaughtered, the meat's not going to taste the same. <laughs> I don't fucking know what you're talking about. But I will say this. <laughs> I think you're on something. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you're on to something. But here's Whatever my thing have in left today's over. world. <laughs> when he's when he's driving yeah. there, weren't you surprised he got there without GPS? Just a okay. little. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's just what you guys had to do back in the I day. I drove to fucking South Carolina <laughs> with a road atlas one time. Okay. And today <laughs> And you did you make I it made safely? It. And then back, except well, you oh, made here, it. Yeah, you? did you make it? Did you die? <laughs> um, no, yes, three no, times. I made Suck. it there, and then the bitch of it was I. And this is like what thirteen hour drive, something twelve thirteen hour drive. Coming back, yeah, I hit a deer like forty five minutes away from home. Oh, oh man, that sucks. In well, that's here. That's how things In my go. Mom's new car. Oh, that's Ohio, man. That's oh, I know, Ohio, my buddy, man. Um, yeah. friend of mine in uh, Tiffin just last weekend hit a fucking deer. So I'm like, geez. Oh, well, see, it's, that's it. That's, the, that's, that's it. it, man. That's how that's it is. That's what I'm saying, though. My friend ran over a squirrel today. That's so not the same, but okay. <laughs> hey, it's still an animal. <laughs> how's, it, how's the car? Are we going to be able to so, bump that den out? So I like when he gets Uncle Bob's, and, and I, I got a six-pack already All on right. this. I, I want to hit All it, right. okay? When he gets there, I love Uncle Bob's uh, wife when she offers them pie, the way they say <laughs> it. Would you ask the pie? Uh, it's very Cartman-esque, isn't it? <laughs> What's a pie? Oh it's like, it's like, pie, pie. Would you like pie? pie? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And that's before they go honky tonk. And, and I'll say there's so many little things in this first section that, that get me the, the, um, the, when he goes and he has his, when he does the dip and he's spitting yeah. the bottle, I, I, I almost thought that might be your generic, but I didn't mm. put it on here, No, but you know, his spitting and stuff. I just, you know, his beard, he did feel and look like someone we see around. Yeah, here. I agree. Maybe someone in our family. <laughs> it, well, Yeah. <laughs> She's right. Someone in our family. I, I mean, I mean, not not this loser with, in front with of the us. Beard or yes, without a different loser. Like, well, saying, okay, sometimes they have it. Sometimes they don't. It's a lot different once he shaves the beard off. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, I, I'm actually gonna give one of my six packs here too. Oh, here we go. When he shaves the beard off, because. I love that you got can of Barbasol, the what oh, today yeah. would constitute as a lady bick <laughs> razor, and but the little the little the little oh. beard scissors because he's got to cut it first with the scissors before he can actually. <laughs> I'm like, dude, we have made like fuck NASA technology has advanced in beard trimmers so much since then that it's amazing. <laughs> Here's. Here's my thing with that though. Did they put them on the clock? Because it's going to take them time to get that yeah, thing off. Cut fast. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah. Well, to me, it wasn't even that. That's the dirtiest place to have to do that. Look how dirty it's it was. Not, like in the. Factory. You want to try? How about you try? How about you try the bathroom and train spotting? Don't tell me it's the dirtiest place. Oh well, the dirtiest. Did you cut your beard in there in, in, yeah, in Scotland. Dirtiest bathroom in Scotland. Yeah. 
I don't, don't think I would. Um, now you were talking earlier about his uh three threesome hookup he got yeah. right away. Um, our our hero Lou, the the manager of <laughs> the Indians, hooked yeah. him up there. But I've got a fact about that. This was the film debut of the sisters, of the sexy sisters is what they're called, Jerry Hall and Cindy Hall. So they were called the sexy sisters. So I don't know what that means for their film debut. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do have another fact on them here that I can go into. And since, since um, it kind of goes into that, cause I was good. I was going to say maybe they were in some other types of movies, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I get it. But Cinemax. one of them, one of the two girls, what was that? movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That we went into that in Heather's uh, one of the two girls that Bud is with on his first night in Houston is played by Texas native and then fashion model Jerry Hall, one of the sexy mm-hmm. sisters. While her early association more in it is more in a country music setting, she transitioned to rock, marrying Rolling Stone superstar Mick Jagger 10 years after this film. And what's amazing, her most recognizable role was as the girlfriend of the Joker Batman. in Batman. So she yep. was the chick in the mask, I presume, like the one wow. that he, like, isn't that who mm-hmm. it would be? Yeah, it was her. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I got to, this is kind of, maybe this is being superficial, but here you got Bud. Yeah, of you course. Got Bud. <laughs> All right. So he gets to town. Here's his, here's his history. He has a threesome with those two girls. <laughs> then he goes on his cheating, not cheating, but side, whatever, revenge sex rampage with the other girl. Revenge yes. hookup. And ends up with Sissy Spacek. And, or Deborah Winger. Jesus Christ. We're not Deborah Sissy Spacek. Sorry. And Deborah Winger. But there's a saying, fact on that probably like, later in here where she's supposed to be did, in this movie. Did, uh, okay. I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. Bud. And here, here's the thing. You went for, for Deborah Winger because she said you look better with the fucking beard. That's, that's where this relationship started. And... Look at look what yeah. you had before and after. What are you thinking, dude? Yeah, I'm thinking beard, beard what, all I'm the saying, way. Like beard of all the those way. four, what are you ranking them in? And where does Deborah Winger come in third or above? And what exactly? never? She's no, no, no. Pam's probably number one because of the money, and then the other two, and then oh, Deborah no. Winger. Because I think you get the two the other as a two package. come first because they're a package. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I don't mean they come first because I don't know. Uh, if, I, don't really know I don't know. I don't know they came first because they might not have it all. But who knows? That's that's, <laughs> yeah. what was, that's what I was gonna say. Okay, so I've got another fact before we move on. Writer and director James Bridges said of this movie for its publicity: the film is a real look at the lifestyle of a mechanized West and the need for fantasy by those in contemporary society who work daily in dangerous jobs. In the saloon, they go to at night after work. These men create another reality for themselves, almost a small town where they live, the cowboy myth. And I was going to say that's true. When they go to this little place, it's like their own little community, and they have this hierarchy. And Bud, I think, understands that right away. That's why he's so cocky uh, when we get here later. But but yeah, it's like they got to be that way. It's like that at work, too. I've seen that like in jokes and stuff like that. It's like when you go to prison. Kick somebody's ass the first day or become somebody's bitch. That's uh the new guy. That's a that's, <laughs> that's the new guy, right? Go up now, to the biggest baddest dude in there. That's like, off the like face. he said and kick the shit. Oh, 
I'll say. You, you ever seen oh, the yeah. new guy though? I'm talking about oh, yeah, okay. funk. <laughs> All right, Anthony, are you ready for this? Are you going to read this shit or what? I mean, if you if you really want me to, okay. All right, so one night Bud meets a woman named Sissy Davis at Gillies. They fall in love after like half a fucking dance. Marry soon after <laughs> and move into a brand new mobile home. Although, although they love each other based on their <laughs> 10 minute interaction before they got married, they quarrel often. Sissy is feisty and independent <laughs> while hot tempered beardless Bud believes in traditional gender roles. I'm the butch, you the bitch. Basically, their lives <laughs> settle into a routine of working during the day, nine to five, and spending time at Gillies at night, where Bud likes to ride that mechanical bull, while Sissy expresses interest in riding it herself because she wants to ride something other than his dick. Bud forbids it. She's <laughs> forbidden because she's a woman. I... They ain't gonna ride no bull. <laughs> hey. I, I, you know what? Woman. This, this, uh, this summation that I borrowed, the independent, I'm the one who put the air quotes around it because I was like, she's an independent, yeah. you know, feisty. She's and a independent. normal woman who just wants to do what she wants to do. She's, she's feisty, independent. Ooh, because she wants to do shit. Exactly. You know, that's what she is. Yeah, she has a brain. She's independent. That's what I feel like. Yeah. I'm I an will say that when I want to do what I want to do, I can relate. I want to ride a bull. I, but do you, <laughs> that being said, do you, when you watch this, do you see the Travolta swagger when he goes in there? Like he has that swagger like he did in those other movies. He does carry himself in a way that I'm guessing someone like Sissy would be like, oh, or, you know, are you a real because cowboy? Or, or that's, pickup line? that's his thing in any movie. You can tell by the way he walks. He's a woman's man. No time to talk. <laughs> <laughs> he came in. So, um, what I was gonna say, when I was a kid, I don't know about you, mm -hmm. Anthony. I had, like I said, I had HBO and stuff, and I saw this fairly early on. I was only six when it came out, but I can only think that when I watched this, I saw life as being like that, probably at some point. Like, like the 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 relationship they had, the women. What do you mean? All of it. The, the, yeah, I'm telling you. So I you're an abuser. Like you wanted to hit women, oh or gosh, that was no. normal, or what? Am I do do I do that? Uh, I mean, you live with me. No, um, no. Here's the thing. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I will. I will say. Uh, and I grew up watching it. This was. This is one. This is yeah. one of those movies that my parents watched all the fucking time. I saw it many, many times. So yeah, and I liked it. And it's what I didn't view life like that because I wasn't a hillbilly, but. But no, no, but if somewhere else, else that is life, on, that is know, a life, know, and you I know, see but, that no, you're no, a no, kid. Listen, I gotta say, but my dad was a hillbilly. My dad's family were hardcore <laughs> dirt trash hillbillies. I hated going there for holidays. Okay, this was them. So, <laughs> listen, they here, lived in that trailer. Me, and went let to me that explain. Hey, Anthony, exact, this is the, the juxt, this <laughs> is the juxt, juxtaposition I've got here. I've got my mom's family who was all Catholic. Well, then they like a bunch of brother and sisters turned to Jehovah's witness and that's a whole different thing. But Uptight. No, no, no. no Catholic just fucking having babies. I meant like that. All right. Yeah. Catholic oh, yeah, yeah. kind of, you know what I mean? And then I got the other yeah. side as redneck fucking outlaws as you can get. 
You got the in-laws and the outlaws. Probably okay? make a moonshine. In-laws and the outlaws. Yeah, the hills making that um, shiner. They might have, actually. And I I, I know that, listen, they, they cooked beans with lard. It was supposed to be done. And it was just like, man, what the hell kind of life is? What kind of world is this? Like, I don't even understand. So I get that. Like, I didn't. So I don't want to say I didn't think that's how life was. I just knew that that's a way life was for people. That's that's a world for people because I've seen both fucking ends of it just in one in yeah. one fucking Christmas holiday season going from but one to the that's other. That's my thing. You you see that and, you know, it imprints on you, I think, a little bit. And I it imprints on you one of two ways. You become it or you look at it and you go, oh, shit. And I'm I think that went 5, the other Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted to say one thing before we went on. Do you think Wade Garrett worked at this bar? Do you know who Wade what Garrett do you mean, do is? Do I think he worked at this bar? No. <laughs> do you think Wade Garrett, prior, like you know, in his lore of his history of being the most legendary bouncer of all oh, time, okay. do you think he worked at Gillies? <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. God, that's like okay. This is multiverse stuff we're doing. I yes, like it. Multiverse I like it. bullshit. Because um, <laughs> this is his kind of I bar, know. man. This is it. So <laughs> I think uh, it's either. So he either worked there or he frequented it before he became a bouncer. It's one or there the other. There you go. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a connection here. You didn't know you were going to get All today right. before we go on. And we have a little bit more of a, a talk about something. Um, Urban Cowboys dance scenes are legendary and no small part due to their choreography. The woman responsible for those moves was... Patsy Swayze, a.k.a. the mom of actor Patrick wow. Swayze. In fact, Urban Cowboy was the wow. first film that Patsy, who also founded and led the Houston Jazz Ballet Company and was a dance teacher at the University of Houston, according to her 2013 obituary, ever choreographed. Later, she was choreographed. She, cho- she was the choreographer on Big Top Pee Wee and Hope Floats, which I like, you know, Hope Floats anyways. I like Pee Wee. <laughs> so- um- <laughs> but Pat, that's your connection to Patrick Swayze. Like I so said, then, the again, then yes, real. Wade Garrett bounced at that bar for sure. <laughs> Just throwing it out no, there, I, man. That makes it um, all. Now I believe. Now I'm a believer. Now I want to talk about the the first time we see John Travolta smack um, at the sissy. diner, and I'm going to get my daughter's reaction to this. But what happens is he starts tickling her. She pinches him to stop, and his reaction is to smack her. And then, you know, all of a sudden she runs out, you know, all that stuff, tells him to go to hell. Um, But then what's really weird about this whole thing, in my opinion, is then when he, you know, starts to drive off, but he comes back and then he goes to get her, they start playing comedy country music after this abusive strange situation. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I was going to say, people long for the good old days, right? And is this the good old days some people long yes, for? Yes, it is. It's all I always ask. Uh, yeah, have you like, ever been on the internet? Yeah. Is this what? Is this the incel like, community? Is that what you're always yes, talking about? You know, about? Yes, this is, is. Um, yes. This is here. Here's a funny thing about this. Because uh, I actually was just having not about this movie, but this thought um, about how when you see people posting all the time and shit about respect for elders, and you know, I used to get my ass beat. You know, like people yeah. always like talking about that and like, and I know how to be respectful. I get it, which, so I, I get like the point they're yeah. trying to make when they're talking about like people, younger people, what have you just being complete assholes. But I'm like, 
So many people that I see throwing that stuff out are assholes themselves. It's like, you don't realize exactly. you're a fucking prick. So yeah. the yeah. hell you're a dick. Don't fucking uh, tell me about how that helped you. Cause it did. Cause you're a fucking turd. So exactly. Alyssa, when yeah. you watch this and saw how, and this is a very mainstream movie was number one. When you saw that happening in this movie and it not be played off as the serious part of the movie, as the actual thing, it was just a piece of it. Not even to, meant to be yeah. the thing that you go, oh my God. It never was. Yeah. yeah. How did you feel about that? Yikes. It, it, yikes. Stripes. Stripes You're a person of many words. I get it. You, no, you, have, I mean, you have the thoughts. What else am I supposed to say? You, you see it and you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> what would you do if this happened to you? If in public you had a, a, a significant other and they smacked you? <laughs> I'd immediately just, get rid of them. <laughs> You yeah, really well, you know. red flag. You want um, marry them or agree to in the truck right after? You afterwards? mean you wouldn't let them come pick you up and carry you away? Like you won't get married? <laughs> no, okay. I can't. I can't fix them. You no, can't fix uh-uh. stupid. <laughs> yeah, you can't. No, no, no absolutely uh, not. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, um, so here's what's really funny though, and, and I and I, it's so weird, like how we are today, because you watch that, and I grew up watching that fucking movie. I've watched that movie like. 20 plus times easy yeah and oh, you easy. Don't, I've, I've watched again it when you're times. a kid you're watching it like you don't realize that's really really fucking bad <laughs> i mean i've watched it twice this bad, year right kid? i think i've watched it twice so far you know what it, yeah I, I gotta say something with this um though because it's it's uh it is a little interesting i guess when i think because when i really think back to the age i was when i was when i watched it a bunch of times because my parents watch it and stuff as far i i think part of it is depending on what age you watch it to you don't associate it the same way because the age i watched it at this is when i would fucking hit my sister and we'd smack each other you know what i mean so i think think (laughs) there's an element of that that you you know i i didn't see you don't think about it that way because it's like no i don't even like girls yet (laughs) you know what i mean no, you know, and and, and, uh, and my kid sees it now. She's 18, and she's probably seeing that smacking. When I was younger and saw it, I didn't see that. I just saw two people fighting right. but didn't know that it was a bad thing. You know, like I yeah. didn't see that at the time because I'm too young. I'm like six yeah. or seven. What am I supposed to do? But, uh, but I do want to say some of the funnier things, uh, when they're at the wedding, one of the funny lines I like, it's not a six-pack or anything, when she's like, when her mother's telling her something and she says, uh, my legs are sweating, mama. <laughs> I love that line. I just don't know why. <laughs> like, like what? that's fucking sissy. You are muted. Oh, and he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have he something left. to say? Yeah, what do you have Sorry. to say? Um, no. Yes, what made that ahead. great was because that's when they were taking the wedding photos and her face freezes. Yeah, yeah. Mom, my legs are <laughs> And then you get her face there. <laughs> yeah. My legs are sweating, mama. Like, who, who wants that water? Um, you know, how many weddings do you think were at Gillies after that, though? Oh, my God. How many do you think, how many do you think there are now? Because Gillies exist. Oh, yeah. Well, Gillies is no longer around. It burned down. In 89, it had a fire, and then it was tore down in 90 or something Well, no, like they that. still have Gillies, oh, though. Wow. And it has the bowl in it. Oh, a different one, not the original one, not this one. I thought it was the original it's, it's still Gillies. in Dallas. He moved to Gillies, still Dallas, Gillies, is what it's called. Still Gillies. I'm just saying, it's not this Gillies. Okay, still Gillies. So I'm I, sure there was a lot. I've got a six a pack. A lot of weddings after that. I've got a six pack right. here. I've got one for you. 
And this is the thing, and, and Anthony already said something about it, but the pure joy they felt at getting that new trailer. I don't know if I've ever been that excited about anything I have ever right. gotten in my life. Like, I saw them in this movie, and I wish I had whatever that is that but they get from seeing the line. that trailer. I put it's it, just a trailer. I put a down payment on it. It's ours. Like, <laughs> that is <laughs> fucking classic. That is... That's, that means it's not yours, you dumb motherfucker. I put it on my credit card. It's ours. We're going to be in debt. Woo! <laughs> oh, like, oh really, yeah. It, no, um, that's funny, though, because that really is like the American dream right there. You don't have to be able to yeah, afford it. Just yeah. get it. Just get it. Just get it. <laughs> I got it. Just get it. And then, Worry about that later. Yeah. Yeah, claim bankruptcy. Don't pay it. Right. You know, keep it. That's how it don't works, dream man. It, be it. It's the American dream. So, did when you? I don't know, kid. Are you fascinated yeah. by the mechanical bull? Because I was when I was a kid. I saw that and I thought that would be cool to ride back when I was a kid. Well, I think mechanical bulls are cool. Yeah. I think I've I've I ridden have. one before. Where have you ridden a bull at? Uh, 4-H camp, and then my friends rode it at the state fair. Uh, Holy snapdragons! I've never I gotten to you. do that. I. It's it's kind I of fun. I will tell you, I have. I'll have to find the picture. <laughs> I have a picture of me riding a mechanical bull with a Hey Dude t-shirt on. Now that is as good as it gets. You are epic. You oh, are yeah. epic. <laughs> Kicking up some dust at the barn on that day. All right. I've got, I've got a couple facts before we move on to the next section. Travolta took his urban cowboy role very, very seriously, he told Texas Monthly in a 2015 article. Right away, I went to Texas to rub elbows with cowboys, real and urban, and it was a revelation. I was used to New York and L.A. where people looked over each other's shoulders at parties for someone more interesting to talk to, he recalled. These Texans just wanted to have beer, a whiskey, and a fantastic time. So that's one fact. So that's probably true. They, they just didn't give a shit. That's yeah. what it is. And after spending a month there, Travolta returned to his California ranch where he practiced at home on his own personal mechanical bowl and dance floor. He also drove around listening to a tape of the script set in a Texas accent so he could get the nuances down pat. So he's a little method, isn't he? Yeah. He, he does yeah. put effort in. Doesn't you know seem what? like he does, but if he does. If you're going to get yourself your own mechanical bowl, then you're method. <laughs> yeah. That's method. Hey, I, if I had his money, I'd probably had one at that age. I mean... Back then, I wanted one. Let's put it that way. I wanted, I wanted a sissy and a mechanical what? bull. Probably. God damn it! Then. I never even thought about this. Yeah, but no one looks that good riding a mechanical bull. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I would like to go back to my picture of me in my Hey Dude T-shirt first of all before we actually make any judgments on that. Don't make that uh, judgment. Yeah, don't rush. Okay. Yeah. There, don't make that judgment. But I, oh you know what's funny? Um, now that we're house hunting right now. I want to find a house with a fucking mechanical bull. Screw the double oven shit. No. I'll put that on the list. You find me a house with a mechanical bull <laughs> and a urinal. I'm there. And a, a, a urinal. That's it. You're oh, no, I, I'm still partial. <laughs> yes. I still want a house with a urinal. All right. I really do. You're That's weird. Recently paroled convict Wes Hightower lands a job at Gillies operating the mechanical bull when he flirtatiously tips his hat at Sissy. A drunken bud becomes enraged and gets into a fist fight with him. Sissy, along with her friend Jesse, spend time during the day at Gillies where Wes teaches Sissy how to ride the mechanical bull. One night at Gillies, wanting to impress Bud, Sissy rides the bull, but Bud becomes angry that she defied him. When Bud falls off during his 
Second ride, Wes intentionally swings the bull around hard, breaking Bud's arm. At home, Bud and Sissy debate over her riding the bull again. When she insists that she will, Bud slaps her and throws her out of the mobile home, as you do. Soon after, Bud sees Sissy at Gilly's. She refuses to speak to him, so Bud retaliates by dancing with a beautiful girl named Pam, the daughter of a rich oilman. He leaves with Pam, making sure that Sissy sees them in order to make her jealous. The next morning, she moves in with Wes, who lives in a rundown trailer behind Go Gilly's. Go see your daddy. You like it better there anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Six pack. Six That's pack. so bad. All right. Here we go. Wes's fucking shirt. That oh. is, <laughs> That's like, awesome. That should be in the Smithsonian to me. I would tell you right. <laughs> it reminds me of that guy in Commando's shirt. Oh yeah, but it was a tank top, tank top in Commando. But yeah, I will say, yeah. um, uh, the Saving Silverman that we did. This is another one of those yeah, memorabilia, like how they had the. the oh, if I had well, the shirt, shirt, I would have it in a case like that. So, so and kid, if you was, could get a right, a, push a, a souvenir, oh, yes. what would you get? What's your perfect? I don't know. From this movie. Um, from this movie, I want the bottle, like the bottle with the worm. oh, the tequila bottle. Oh, That's a good one. <laughs> Just the bottle, or do you That's want the worm? Because he ate the worm. I want both. I want the well, worm in the bottle at this point because he actually ate it. Well, um, oh, no, I, just, I want you to picture this though. Saving Silverman when they have it and they push the button and it turns on and starts playing music. I want Wes's shirt yeah. and you push the button and it starts playing "Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places" and it spins around. Looking for love. <laughs> Now all the wrong that's what places. I want. I want the belt buckle, probably. Is what uh, I want. But the I want to give you the fact since you brought up the bottle, the scene where Wes, Scott Glenn, the actor, chews up and swallows the worm after drinking the bottle of tequila was not scripted, but a joke done for the dailies, but they kept it in. So nice. it was meant to be a joke. Oh, it was hey. meant to be a joke. Uh, real quick, make a Stick note of this. And I, I, we need to start doing this for every single episode. What piece okay. of memorabilia would you want from that movie? Oh, we've we've no, done this I, like no, every we, time. No, we haven't. We've done it sometimes. How about this? Remember how I told you you can yeah. make a list of shit you want to do? Make a fucking list. Don't make me make a list. Make your damn list. You want me to have made the list is what you're saying. Yes. That's trademarked, by the way, by me. But yes. Okay. I'm going to make my list starts right now. Hit record is on the list. Skip the line media. Trademark made the list. So while he makes that list, um, th- you know, this relationship obviously is doomed. If you're going out bar hopping every night, um, that's my opinion. I, I think that th- nothing ever good comes from that. But what I want to know is when Sissy sees Wes, she uses her one pickup line. You're a real cowboy, ain't you? I mean, she has that yep. one pickup fucking line. I mean, well, wait a second. What would your pickup line be? Pickup line for, first go ahead. with him was, are you a real cowboy? She changed it. Well, that's, but her thing is asking if you're a real but, cowboy. Like that's her. I don't think line. that was a pickup line at that point. Cause she was still with bud. She asked bud the same no, damn thing when she saw she him the said, first time. He said, that depends on what no, you think. What no, you no, think no, a cow- real cowboy no, she is. She said to bud, are you a real cowboy? To Wes, she said, you're a real cowboy, ain't you? And that was more of a statement. Implying that Bud isn't a real cowboy. Yeah. I get that, but I think in both of them, she's asking a question, but they're different. It wasn't a pickup line to West at that was- time. At that time. Yeah, well, you know. Whatever. Whatever, man. I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's, 
I, I think these two need to spend less time in bars. I think Bud needs to treat her less like property. I think <laughs> I think there's a uh, lot of things. I, yeah. Bud's a little vain, and I have a six-pack here, and I'm going to throw it oh, out. Okay. Do you have any six-packs, kid? You haven't even... Actually, I yes. do for this one as well. <laughs> okay, let me hit mine first. Unless you, does yours... What does yours come before mine? Mine's about the. I'm gonna. Oh, let me hit. It. I'll just hit. It. Just do yours. So, so mine is Bud with the dance solo because he has to be the best at everything every time. So when they dance, he has to go into solo mode and cook just like he would in Saturday Night Fever or in Greece or in whatever movie. He has to be the guy. You know, just want to say, and that's more Travolta than just Bud the character. I think Travolta hasn't written his Even contract. I get thirty seconds get- of. Floor time dance, even if it's the lamest shit ever between Saturday Night Live and my yeah. line dancing, I get it. I get to do the dumbest Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night, no, it's more like Saturday Night Live. Actually, watching it, um, <laughs> so I was right the first time. Yeah, I get the dumbest, coolest dance every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so kid, you have a six pack. I do. All right, hit it. Um, so I love Pam, yes, and <laughs> my favorite line in this movie is when he, like, when she she leaves with him, and she's like, I got me a real cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. And you know what else I, I like about cowboy. <laughs> do, you, do you know what else I That's like awesome. about that is when, when she asks him point blank, are you doing this to make her jealous? He's like, yep. yeah. He's like, yeah, that's my wife. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, she's like, got- okay. Oh, whatever. I got me a real cowboy. Flip it A, man. That's what I'm that's what I'm doing. Like it is, so uh, okay. you know what? That is amazing, Eliza. Because that's how superficial people are too. Like, that's all I care yeah. about. I got my bucket list checked off right there. I got a real cowboy. <laughs> this is like, I mean, you know what? You can see rich people with nothing better to do with their time making this list. Fuck a cowboy. Check. <laughs> you know, but what's weirder, what's weirder about that whole scene, and I thought maybe you'd go there, is he asks her to rate, are you going to rape me or not? She asked Pam, are you going to rape me rape. or not? And, and that's when they, that's when she rape said, that's with a T, right? He said rape. He said, oh, he said rape. Uh, he said rape because I, for once, turned the uh the the thing on that my daughter likes to turn on to see what subtitles. actual words the subtitles yeah i i turned them on to make sure because i thought did he really ask her to rape him it is rape it is rape oh boy. so that oh is God. if i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna call that a six pack oh my just because fuck it a <laughs> ask someone to rape you just well i mean i guess he's at least at one point he's not at least he's not smacking this one around he's getting raped by it um uh. But uh, but I, I want to go back up a little bit here. I want to back up a little bit because we skipped over a couple things about, you know, when he gets injured and then the house is dirty and they're eating the tuna salad. I feel there's an Anthony generic moment there that I believe it. I no, want to call not. this shot. It's, it's not. It's not a generic. It's her her spitting out those yep. onions and then seeing the pile no, of them on the plate. Because right it's, it's not like she's like. <laughs> It's not like that. It's just, she, listen, I'll tell you. So it's kind of funny you bring this up because I got to say, for fucking hillbillies, she has actually got some pretty decent food etiquette skills there by casually 
putting them on the fork and then onto the plate. Because that's not the, I'm just gonna say right now, that ain't the hillbilly way. Yeah. All right. Usually those get spit into the empty chaw bucket that's beside the chair. For yeah, trash, yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I'm just gonna say that that I thought for sure because I thought you seeing her spit them out was because I know you were spitting no, no, no. scenes, was, man. She wasn't that... even spitting them; she was like releasing them from her mouth. It wasn't like spitting. There was no spit involved. It was just an onion that didn't make it, and just you gotta go back. I have I have some questions. Is is Bud the hero in this? Is he supposed to be the hero in this story? I don't think there's a hero in this story. Uh, yeah, there's not a hero. I think, you don't think there's decisions. <laughs> I think Sissy's supposed to be made to look like she's worse than Bud, in my opinion. And the reason she's is she's a woman, right? Exactly. Well, because she because <laughs> when you look at the juxtaposition of him leaving with Pam to where he went. And then what she gets as her consolation, the worm eating West. Right. I, I just no, this think is, and here's, this, <laughs> we is, get this is a messed up thing about the movie. Cause this. when you really look at it that way, it's like, Bud is not, he's not husband material. Let's just point that out. But no, absolutely so he not. saves her from worse is <laughs> that's, that's your heroic moment that it's yeah. like, you go from an abuser to a less right. abusive abuser. <laughs> I, I think this is a coming of age movie, but I just don't know how. I don't think it's a coming of age movie. <laughs> oh, I just do. I just think it's the only way uh, you can explain it because there's there's nothing else going on. <laughs> other than, uh, anyways, it's your turn yeah. to read, man. Um, <laughs> you could just call it boring. Oh no, not it's not boring. boring. Well, it gives you a lot to talk about. Well, well, she uh, she's younger. And this slow burn, there is a little bit more of a slower burn to this than the all action Marvel movies that they get. So hey, maybe I this- like slow burn, but I don't like cowboy slow burn. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> all Nobody right. Does. All right. Bud wants to compete in Gilly's upcoming mechanical bull riding contest in which the winner will be awarded $5,000. It's like pay for his trailer twice. A lot of money. While Bud is away training with Bob, a former rodeo champion. Sissy returns to Bud's mobile home to gather her belongings. While there, she cleans the mobile home. Every time I see mobile home, sorry, but I just got Eminem in the head. Anyway, (laughs) she cleans the mobile home and leaves Bud a note saying that she hopes that they can get back together. Pam, the slut, arrives while Sissy is still there. But Sissy leaves shortly after, quietly. Pam then discovers Sissy's note and, as a true slut, throws it away after reading it. Pam the slut leads Bud to believe that she cleaned the mobile home because she's a slut while he was out. Sissy arrives back at Wes's trailer and catches him with Marceline, another slutty woman who works at Gillies. After Marceline leaves, (laughs) an angry Sissy throws a carton of cigarettes, a brand new carton of cigarettes at him, refuses to fix him a meal in response. Wes goes to fucking town on her ass, and it is not cool. This is my generic moment. Right there. Okay, so you want me to hit it? Let me hit it. Let me hit it. (laughs) Now, I'm not... All right, that's your generic moment? Um, I'm not condoning fucking literally anything in this movie where it's abuse towards women at all. No. That shit right there (laughs) is like... Well, I just don't want it to seem like that because I'm pointing this specific one out. But like, dude, 
really? What the fucking hell? And again, this is why, like, I don't, I don't want to open up this can of worms. And I, I, this is why I've just never understood people in abusive relationships that just take it. I, I, I understand in a sense that they don't feel like they have a way out and uh, get brainwashed at times. Yeah. But it's like watching that. I'm like, yeah. What the, who the it's fuck tough. would put up with? I, but th- no, this isn't even tough. It's like, he's next con. You could put fucking rat poison in his fucking eggs and be done with it. And nobody's yeah. going to check. Yeah. Well, they did it. Yeah. They they fantasized about it in nine nobody, to five. Nobody, and, yeah, you know. It's like nobody, nobody is investigating this. If that happens. Yeah. Yeah. You did the world yeah. a favor. Um, I agree. Uh, but, but uh, what I do love is earlier in this, there's this world where people get invited over for pie. Pigeon I mean, pie. you know, I do love where that. People come see this when pie. they invited over for, I don't remember the name of the nut pie or whatever it was that him and Pam were there after she uh, yeah. fake cleaned the apartment, they invited him over for pie. But, pie. Uh, but I want to say at oh, this point, hey, I'm team Pam, by up. the way. I don't know why. Well, there's a button you on here just to do talk. that. I'm not talk. pressing the button. You got listen. <laughs> if you don't talk, you don't get to talk. You gotta you gotta interrupt. Okay, go. Okay, um, this is gonna be my generic moment as well. Thank you. Oh, wait the the, the beating scene the floor is or yours. the pie, the apartment cleaning okay. scene. Oh, what about it? Of course, she cleans his apartment to show that she loves him because that's the only thing women Boom. are good for. Good point. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you brought it up. Wow. <laughs> Sarcastic. Wow. Oh, let's say your dad's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he, he is. Hide it. Hey, 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 yeah, hey, hey. He's clean. But again, yeah. um, hey. Because you know. men don't clean. Hey, again. no. Dude. <laughs> Not that don't one. Don't even go there. <laughs> I know I you're am very weird. It's my ADD. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway. So I will say, I could have actually given that as a generic through this movie, the fucking shape of that place before she cleaned it. Oh, yeah, I for you, that was bad. That as my generic, like... Probably seeing that spaghetti get washed oh, off that plate that was eight, year, eight months me. old, probably. But here's the fucking thing. Here's the thing about this. And this is the crazy thing. It's kind of funny that you bring this up, Alyssa, because um, cleaning that, and first of all, again the misnomer cleaning that apartment it's not apartment it's a fucking trailer it is not a yeah, yeah yeah it is a singular it's a home you can take with you trailer it doesn't take that long to clean that up it's, it's, and yet he still couldn't do it because he's no, too much of a man's could. man he just didn't want to is that it yeah because that's that what the it? women are for hey, yep. no because it wasn't getting clean because before. It didn't he matter. He is hanging upside down from the goddamn fucking scaffold. I was busy. <laughs> Damn near broke my back. Now, <laughs> I will say, you know, one of the things that we learned is that when Uncle Bob goes to Gillies, we learned that that was his first night there since he hooked Bud up in that first that first time Bud got there. Did you notice that? Like that, he said, "We ain't been to Gillies since you." Since we took you there that we night. So obviously that. Uncle Bob leaves a reasonable you had life. That threesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, he obviously <laughs> is not obsessed like like um like uh, Bud is and and Sissy. Like like they like they do it in a in the 
you know, nothing ever happens when you go to the bar every night. But I do want to say the Dolly Parton lookalike contest. I just want to say, yeah. oh my god, titty contest. That's that what that so equals. That, that's not really, you know what I mean? Like they're just looking and what and you know she had those fake right. ones. That she had to pop well, there. Yeah, so. so that was not <laughs> a good contest. That's why she's not um, going to win. No, not at all. So wait, but, but and hold on, you got. I have to relate this though because I I know you didn't do the whole bar scene and stuff like, at not the, at exactly. all. I did. So Loser. I get it. Yes. Hello. Pot kettle. Um, but like, I do get that. There is a point like people that want to go to the bar and everything. It becomes like your ritual. And but what happens yeah. is you don't want to miss a night like on the weekend because you feel like you're going to miss something. If you don't go. Oh, you got you feel FOMO. Like you're going to, you're got yeah the FOMO that's FOMO before social media going to happen and you're not going to be there for it or you might not get laid that like night, or something along those lines or <laughs> something could happen something could happen like my daughter's six pack I know it's here I I wanted to hit it for her but I don't think she's going to hit it for herself uh, the song Cotton Eye the song Cotton Eye oh. Joe played here oh my gosh yeah I love that song. <laughs> so that's I know that's I know you love that song. Why I do you love that, that song? song. It's so funny because not like even the meaning of it is funny. Like you know, it's about STDs. Yeah, I so. think that's so funny. And the dance yeah, is like, fun. The, where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Do they really go away? <laughs> where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you come from? Cut that joe. There you go. That's yeah. your singing. <laughs> now I gave it to you. Here's, I've got a question for you both, and, right. and and do you both think that Sissy found her independence riding that bull that night the way she did, looking like she was having a pretty good time? Does that finding no. your independence on the no. bull? No, she, she wasn't. Oh my gosh, she wasn't doing it for um, herself. I gotta tell you, I don't think she's putting on I a show. She, yeah, for who? Yeah, Not I don't herself. Think she ever found her independence in this movie. Everything she did was for a man. That's a good, she never that's found a her good, independence. That's a good. Uh, uh, I, I don't agree. think any woman in uh, this movie had any kind of independence whatsoever, because even the older lady is doing a Dolly Parton contest with fake. I agree. I I have a note here. Her says husband Sissy probably needs, pushed her to do. Sissy needs to move and see the world and find better people to be with. She does. Oh my god! She yeah, needs to move and see the world. That's like San Antonio that's, or somewhere. She needs to go exotic. Yeah, she needs to get out because she's in an abusive spiral. It doesn't matter which relationship she's in; she's going to be abused. Well, so it does. But she just at this needs point, she's leave. probably got Cotton yeah. Eye Joe because she's been with Bud and Wes. So she's a walking germ farm. Oh gosh! <laughs> and still has not worn a bra in this movie. Yeah. Uh, maybe at her wedding. Maybe at her wedding. Oh, I I don't think. Just saying. That's the I don't detail think you, you have to wear a bra with a wedding course. dress. A lot of I, I don't know. I don't I've know. never wore one. Depending I've on the never wedding worn dress, one. I'm assuming like you, I mean, you could. Maybe if there's stuff I built in. Because a lot of the wedding dresses aren't they kind of like corset? Maybe maybe you have a bodice. Is that what it's called? A bodice. The yes, that's called the bodice. Yes. The top the part where your boobs go. Yes. Boobies. <laughs> yeah. See, I know my couture. Good job. All um, right. But I don't so, think she wore a uh, bra with her wedding dress either. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> Good yeah. for her. She wasn't wearing no stockings. Yeah, good for her. <laughs> Women's live. That's what this movie's about. 
She didn't wear Broderick with her wedding dress. Yeah. Women's lip. Free the obviously. nips. Free the nips. <laughs> That's Yay. a thing. I That's know what it is. Hey, I'm not against the movement. Trust me. I'm not against it. I don't know a guy who's against it. Here's the whole thing. Oh my God, of course. She is is like basically a beat down, battered woman, and they won't even let her wear a bra in the movie. She's got to show nipples. All right. I'm going to go on to. (laughs) They have to get viewers somehow. We're going to transition from nipples to the next section. Um, Bob urges Bud to make up with Sissy, citing how his own formerly bad behavior nearly ended his marriage. Shortly after Bob is killed in an accidental explosion at the refinery, Sissy attends the funeral and tells Bud that Wes was fired from Gillies and is unable to find another job. She says that she and Wes plan to go to Mexico after Wes wins the 5,000 reward uh, award money at the mechanical bull riding contest that night. Like, all right, this is good stuff right here. $5,000 $5,000 yes, is not enough you. to go to Mexico. Like, <laughs> well, we don't in 1980. We need to start a new life. We got $5,000. Well, well, he only yeah, needs enough to get to enough. the next robbery. For him, it's enough to, the, enough to get to Here's the next what robbery. I would right? need to know is, I need to know how much that trailer cost Bud, how much the down payment was, because then I can at least start to formulate some cost. Gauge how much 5000 And know that. Yeah. I have no you know, clue. I did not look up that all, research. And, and how much a I'm, single bedroom trailer was. I'm saying like that's was. what I want to know because then that would at least help me understand. Is five thousand dollars enough to run away with somebody that's probably going to get arrested before you even get there? So. I think a single bedroom trailer back then probably had to be less than ten thousand. I had to be less than ten thousand, depending on your options and yeah. and how long it is. His was fifty feet, fifty foot up, fifty foot is what he said. So with one bedroom. So, I mean, it could be, it could be, I, I want to say, um, when Pam, when he, you know, when he gets better and he wants to go work that night with, with, uh, when he goes and, and when Bob, uncle Bob dies, but he tells Pam, he wants to, you know, go and make, make his own money. I kind of respected that about him that he, but I also feel that he should have embraced the keptness that she was trying to sell him. Like he could have been a kept man that still worked. But, you know, she could take care of all the expensive things, you know, because she's rich. Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm Team Pam all the way in this. Like, I really am. He's a cowboy. He's Kid Rock. Cowboy, baby. I'm a cowboy. Still, I want to be a cowboy, baby. Do you think when Bob warns Bud, when Bob, uh, Warning, Bud, that pride is a seven deadly. Was that a foreshadowing moment? Did he? Oh, yeah. Was that foreshadowing his own yeah. death when he yeah. said that? Yeah, because it um, really did feel I like I got to throw this in, though. Uh-oh, kid has a, kid has a thing. Yeah. Kid has a thing. I looked it up. <laughs> in 1990, the average mobile home cost $27,000. That's in 1990. What about 1980? Yeah. I couldn't find that, okay? okay. Information well, is scarce. Half. I bet yeah. say half. So, yeah, but yeah. you're talking, that means two to three bedroom ones down to the single. So that would be on the lower right. end of you're that You're talking spectrum. about fancy so, shit that probably had an awning. Yeah, the, the ones in 1990 were much more fancy than the 1980 um, ones. I can so tell you I that. Got, I lived I in a 1980 say, um, trailer. The thing about Bud with Pam, as far as him like being a captain yeah. and all that, I don't think that would have worked because he didn't have a reason for to hit Pam. So there was nothing there for him. He couldn't smack her around. Yeah. There was nothing there for him. 
There's no yeah, challenge. Especially when she's bringing in that yeah, much there's money. There's no challenge. He can't smack her around like he did with Sissy. So, <laughs> no, he you can't. Know, there's nothing there. Well, we don't there's know that. There's nothing there for him. He's got no motivation. <laughs> he doesn't feel dominating. He doesn't dominate yes. her. <laughs> I mean, fucking Pam sucks. Oh, man. She's like, Did we need Pam's Uncle just Bob? just like, here's everything you could ever want. I don't want that. I don't want this life. <laughs> Here's your wildest dreams come true. Well, fuck you. I don't want those to come true. So, um, do you think we needed an Uncle Bob? Um, I, I think the only reason Uncle Bob is in this is so that we have someone that he feels compelled to um, fulfill a wish for, so he would go back with Sissy. I really think that's kind of. I think it's that. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, but also, too, just in the beginning of the movie, you need him, like, having a reason to go there. You need character development. And, yeah, so of. you need something. Yeah. <laughs> They've developed their character real well. In this <laughs> oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> one. Did you fix that turkey pot pie? One small step for man. <laughs> one giant step back for womankind. <laughs> That's character development. Okay, okay Anthony, it's your turn, buddy. Um, all right, so Bud initially intends to skip the competition, but his aunt Corrine encourages him to go, saying that Bob would want him to compete. Yeah, compete, Bud. Bud wins the five thousand dollars, then expressed disappointment since he was not there to see his victory. Sorry, I'm going a little varsity blues here, a little Kilmer. Pam realizes that Bud still loves Sissy, tells Bud that she does not love him and urges Bud to reconcile with Sissy. Good job, Pam. While Sissy is waiting in her car in the parking lot, Wes goes inside Gillies to steal Bud's $5,000 award money. This is like very setup of like Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, stealing the money. What's going to happen? Bud finds, <laughs> an Bud finds Sissy in the parking lot, tells her, I love you, Sissy. Apologize for hitting her. He's never going to do again till the next time. Then they reconcile. <laughs> after seeing Sissy's bruised face, which miraculously Bud never later caused a bruise after many times he smacked her. I don't know how that happened. A furious Bud goes after Wes. And a fight ensues. Um, inside the bar, Wes drops his gun and the stolen money falls from his jacket. Gilly staff discovering the robbery apprehend Wes. Bud and Sissy leave together, heading for home right after Sissy finally gets her fucking name put it in the back of the truck. Now it's Bud Sissy. Left, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um oh, God. it's an epic ending. There's you epic. know that that baffles the mind. That baffles the mind. But like I said, I I have on here a note that belt buckle. Like I said, that's my one. That's my one um, thing that, the that I want. Buckle. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go. Yeah. And I, you, yeah. what? Go. No, it, when you start no, talking, I, I shut I, up for God, you. I so. wish that was true in real life. <laughs> okay. So, so I do have a six All pack right. here, but I think I'm stealing my daughters. Am I stealing your six pack kiddo? No, it can be a joint six pack. Okay. We'll share this one. Go ahead. Tell them what it is. <clears throat> the best songs in the world play. Well, yeah, in this uh, particular scene, we get the full playing, I think, of Devil Went Down to Georgia, don't Devil we? Like, we get the full, Georgia. like, they play the whole song to the the montage of what's happening at the Bull 
writing, right? Or the mechanical oh, it's so writing. Good. So we get it's so good. I thought your head would explode with the awesomeness because you'd already had Cotton Eye Joe as well. So Cotton Eye Joe and Devil and Don George. Can I? Okay, well, it's not I mean, like Devil and Don George is not one of my favorite songs. It's one of my friend's favorite songs. So by uh, I know. transitive property, it's my favorite song. You know, it's, you know what I thought about <laughs> yes. as far as songs in this movie too? A music video I would like yeah. to see is Deborah Winger mm-hmm. with her face all busted up and her lips swollen <laughs> from getting the shit beat up. Won't you stand no, no, by no, me? No, this is what it would sound like. Looking pin up in all the wrong place. Looking pin up. Looking pin up. I want to see that. What I'm doing. Looking the She doesn't know that. She doesn't know that. Eddie she Murphy, doesn't. Uh, oh, dude, up. really? Listen. No. no, she's never seen YouTube that. YouTube once in a while. Or something other oh my K-pop. god, that's too much homework. Uh, uh, um, right I think this could have been. Do you know one of the things they did in this was a dance contest? This could have been a Travolta dance movie. Instead, it could have been a country dance movie instead of a bull riding movie. Do you think they should have gone that direction? The country dance could have been cool, but it would have been like cliche. Well, I mean, Balmudo. I mean. Balmudo was, was in the dance competition. Okay, so again, then what? what's the point of this movie if it's Saturday Night Live country? It's Saturday Night, Saturday no, Grease. Night Fever. Grease, country, Grease. Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Grease. It's Grease, man. That's what I'm trying to make it into, not Saturday Night Live. Well, Saturday Night Live had a dance contest, too. Think about that. It's he has, he been in a movie. Night Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Saturday Night Fever had a dance contest, too, where... So we have Grease, Saturday Night Fever, and this movie. Three movies he's been in. Actually, four if you count Pulp Fiction that have had dance contests in them. Um, Five if you count Broken Arrow. Because they were boxing. Boxing's dancing. That's pugilism. That's not dancing. dancing. That's not dancing. You gotta dance around. It's not dancing. dance around the ring. (laughs) Do you... (laughs) Not dancing. Now, he did... Do you think... I noticed... Travolta's had this stupid determination look, the same one he had in Greece when he was trying all the sports. Did you notice that when he got on that bowl, he had that like that look like when he would get down on the mat or when he would grab the baseball bat that's and focus? Or <laughs> I mean, that's, his fucking, that's his fucking look. That's what he does. <laughs> look stupid. No, it, hey, huh? Um, it, he had that look. Who's talking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, he did. He did. He did. He just looks stupid sometimes. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times. A town without pity. Do. <laughs> um, but, you know, this movie, I find it kind of anticlimactic because when we get to those other movies, um, they kind of have a little bit of flair at the end of them. Like uh, Saturday Night Fever, his dance was pretty epic. But his bull ride, really, it's only eight seconds. So it's really not well, that was like, supposed to be eight seconds. Isn't yeah, but my thing is, it's like it, it's it just is, eight seconds. But you, it's but it's just eight seconds, meaning you don't feel this rousing victory. You don't feel this joy in the moment or this how how you know how they did. Like it really is anticlimactic. I'll tell you opinion. what's anticlimactic. Yeah, when he knocked Wes out. Well, because, yeah, no, the, yeah. I mean, you knew although, it was going to happen. You knew it was going to happen. But here's the thing. Um, so we get the first fight between them. Where Bud yeah. throws the sucker punch, 
gets throws his ass a sucker kicked. punch and then gets his ass whooped. And it didn't take long. Yeah. Then he just knocks Wes out because Wes was probably drunk and high and didn't know what the hell was going on. True. He probably had like two bottles of tequila and three worms at that point. And well, he yeah. took a shot before he, he got on the wall. Walking along the wall, yeah. concealing his weapon and the money, and he just gets knocked down. Like, I think Wes could have put up a bigger fight at that point. Well, yeah. I think Wes was putting up a bigger fight on Sissy's face at this That's, point. Oh, so his arm <laughs> was sore from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his hand, his knuckles were a bit bloody from that amount of That time. makes sense now. But, you know, it's funny. At the end of this, he, he is giving her orders and taking her car. So he is worse than Bud. But my thought was, what kind of consolation is Bud after this? Like, like, like it's okay. I won't hit you that's anymore. That's the thing. That's what I she know. goes with. I won't do it again. That's. I have that on here. Literally. The apologizing abuser. He saves the day. So you get the apology. Yes. He needs his ass beat too. Yeah, he's his other arm broken. You oh. need to leave him. Too. I say turn the mechanical bull loose on everybody. Yeah, break all their bones. So I have that's the only you know that, earlier. That's in the, movie, the only hero in this movie is the fucking mechanical bull. Yeah, it, yeah, it got to ride sissy or sissy got to ride it. it I guess. Oh my moment. god! And it got to throw all the dudes off. <laughs> so there you go. Um, now here's my here's why this is a coming of age movie. There is growth in this movie because at the end, Bud turns down two free beers and puts Sissy's plate back up in the truck. Oh my god! It, that's he why. Cleaned. And they and they decide not, and they decide not to stay at Gillies, which means I think in the future they're going to spend less time there and more oh, in their sure. relationship. I think that's yeah. the growth. That's the growth. Uh huh. Sure. Maybe for a night. He's still yeah. Dude, he probably. wants to go home because he doesn't want to have to talk to the cops. True. I'm 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 gonna give my generic though. Speaking on All this, right. okay, I gotta give it. All right, and and my generic is that this movie is not aged well. When I watched it, then I probably thought that Travolta was a more loving person and was way better than Wes, even with their abuse. Like when I saw that, I probably thought at the end he was the hero. No, I agree. And he wasn't as much because of an abuser. And, and and I feel that. Yes. But now I see that once he beat Wes's ass, someone should have turned around and socked him in the jaw and said, treat her better. Or just don't be with her. You know, one of these other. I feel don't bad about women. that. Yeah, don't hit women. <laughs> Unless they hit you first. And then, you know. Wow, dude. Unless they're picking a fight. Wow. Uh, you know, hey. Uh, I've always said that if someone comes up to you and just jacks you in the jaw, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Just take it and go, oh, you're a woman. I can't hit you. <laughs> you know, equality. If you can dish it, better be willing to take it. Oh my gosh. Shut up. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, so, hey, I, hope um, you know, I, have some... I hope you know what you sound hey, like right that now. That right there. I'm just no, messing dude, with you. No, that messing. right there. That's my final six pack. <laughs> My no, reaction. That's my final six pack. Oh. I hate you. I hope you know what you sound like. Do you have a six pack? Do you have a six pack? I I'd already given two, and I think you guys covered plenty of them. That's my final six pack. Okay. Okay. I've got a couple things I've got to say here. 
There's some facts. Product placements and promotional tie-ins included Stetson Hats, Budweiser Beer, Coors Ale, and Lone Star Beer. So you saw Lone Star. I know he asked for Lone Star yeah. by name. And I know he, did he carry a box of Budweiser. I don't remember. Um, according to the Houston Chronicle, John Travolta had a private corner at the legendary local Mexican restaurant, Ninfas. I don't Ninfas? even know what the hell that is, or Ninfas. Perhaps, maybe. Perhaps that's one reason Travolta said in a 2050 documentary on the movie that Urban Cowboy was probably my favorite film experience to do as an actor, which makes you wonder. He says that knowing how he right. abused a character in the movie. you got to think, wow. <laughs> yeah, Yikes. I mean... Tells you a little bit you about know the what? person. I, I, it makes me feel like I've got to go back to like late 70s, early movies and revisit how much abuse there was in them. Well, remember, on our oh, list, shit. we do have one, but I don't know if it goes into the abuse angle. We do have any which way you can or every which way but yeah. loose. We do have those coming up. And those are at that time period. That's that redneck that this is. Like I say, it's that, that redneck right. renaissance they had at yeah, the time. I, we might... Nixon those because yeah. I don't want to do another one like this. <laughs> it's not; these aren't like that, and you know it. It's different. Those have a monkey in them. That's a orangutan. Pardon me. Those have an orangutan. Oh, the monkey makes all the difference. <laughs> the orangutan makes it. The light is funny. Okay, I don't even want to go there. <laughs> okay, I okay. I have an, more facts here. Gilly had a string of number one hits in the 1970s, but also branched out into nightlife, investing to boost his career. Urban Cowboy came along at just the right time. He says. It launched me into the stratosphere, Gilly told Rolling Stone uh, Country in 2015. After all, he had nine number one hits in the early 80s alone, including a cover of Stand By Me on the movie soundtrack. Gilly had nothing but gratitude for the boost either. I was in an elevator in Nashville one day back in the 80s, he recalls. There was a guy on there who said, I want to thank you for all you did for Western wear. And I said, you need to thank John Travolta. He's the one who brought it from brought it front and center. <laughs> Every night when I go to bed, I thank John Travolta for keeping my career alive, Gilly adds. So so he thanks John Travolta for keeping his career. Who is man. Gilly? But it, it did. I mean, Gilly's had a um, a place uh, right out front in Treasure Island. I don't know if it's still there on Las Vegas Strip. Strip. They did? Yeah, I wanted to eat there. Your mother didn't want to go. So oh. <laughs> this is that's the reason why, though. I wanted to go to a Gilly's. <laughs> Urban Cowboy, I got another fact for you. Urban Cowboy could have turned out very different. Oh, it sure starters, could have. Director Jim, Jim Bridges initially thought Dennis Quaid was better for Travolta's starring role. The female lead was even more up in the air. Sissy Spacek was the top contender. She was a good actress. But she and Travolta didn't quite have the right chemistry. Michelle Pfeiffer was also a finalist for the role that Deborah Winger eventually got. So Michelle Pfeiffer, I would have. I know, because you're with, picturing her you know, on the bull right now. I know oh that. my god! Oh, wow, that was she'd have been a cool she writer, have, you know. At least you got her. I got to see her on the ladder. Rider. So yeah. is that her? Is that why she did Grease too? Because this is my chance. I don't have a bowl, but I have a ladder I can dance on. <laughs> I don't know. That was a bad mistake. If if she did, if she actually had the opportunity to do this and not that, because that movie did not help her out. Yeah, but um, I mean, she's the only I good thing. Michelle in that Pfeiffer movie, is a like redneck. No, I think she probably saw the would have seen the abuse and been like, ah, don't yeah. turn it down. So mm-hmm. I think uh, that's I mean, how I never winger, her. Okay, I have you know, a, a. She did terms of endearment. She's like, I officer and a gentleman endearment too. I'm like, yeah, I'll be abused and treat like shit. She's <laughs> my mo. Yeah, I'm good I at mean, it. Yeah, officer and gentleman was like that too. 
Okay. So um, I have another guy fact. from Not Dumb old. and Dumber fucking what? cheat on me with a student. It's all good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not only was the Urban Cowboy soundtrack a hit, but the idea of an urban cowboy permeated mainstream pop culture. Six months after it came out, I'm in Chicago working on another film, and everybody had on cowboy shirts and boots. Music coordinator Becky Mancuso Whining told Texas Monthly. Wow. A hotel I stayed in in Atlanta had a Western-themed restaurant with an urban cowboy night and two-step lessons. Country bars opened in Vegas everywhere. I didn't feel authorship of that, but it made me smile. We had an impact. I think that's what it, she says. So it did. I mean, a positive impact. An impact. It's an impact. Well, just a deep the impact. cowboy culture, the cowboy culture was impact. It, w- it was impactful. But you're right. Um, if you watch the movie and you think that these are people to aspire to be, and what they do is a is the correct way to be, then no, you're right. Impact is not I, good. But music wise, I think I mean, they should have come out with a cologne line. Urban cow, but what would it cowboy. smell like? I don't know what it smell like. All I can say is you put you put down a shelf Ooh. next to Stetson and see what people buy. Urban, Urban cowboy. cowboy, you're right. Urban cow. There's some. Uh, there's another fact where this was the first um, time that term was used, other than the article that was written in Esquire. Urban cowboy, and a lot of people didn't understand what the term urban meant in that particular. Because back then it wasn't a thing. People didn't use that term like they do now. Right. Like, you know, Urban Outfitters didn't exist, you know, things like that. That's not the thing I think of when I first hear the word urban. (laughs) I know what you're thinking, but uh, that's only what What racist people would think. No, that's not what I'm thinking at all. (laughs) What are you thinking? I'm thinking of a book I read in my English class. Oh. I think. (laughs) Well, Thank you, I'm cultured. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> we don't do them reading much around here. I don't know what you're talking about. I want to yeah, see yeah. a celebrity death match. Urban Cowboy versus Suburban Commando. Let's see who comes out on top. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know who would win that. Dude's jacked. Uh, yeah, but Hogan. he's like 3,700 years old. <laughs> and the steroids right. are wearing off. What? Did you just knock something? No, my arm hit so you something. You did just knock something. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I didn't knock it down. I just hit it. Just knocked up all right. Are, are no, we ready to rate this up, up, guys? Are you all ready with your I, ratings? I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, maybe. I'll go I know I could give first. it somewhere between 1 and 24. <laughs> all right. So it looks like I'm sure. going first. And well, based on what you guys said, so this is a tough one to rate. Um, I, I will say, uh, (laughs) I remember this one being a huge movie back then. The music, um, John Travolta, all of it. It was, it was a big deal. Um, I know the mechanical bull thing stayed with me. I even had a friend that I went to Vegas with when I was in Arizona and he wrote a mechanical bull when we went. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Josh. Josh. the bull Uh, I never got to ride one though. Josh was the bull rider. Yeah. We'll call him. Okay. So I'm going to finish my review okay. now. Thank you. Uh, but this movie has aged a little poorly. The abuse in it is unrelenting. When I watch it now, I feel abused by the movie back then for softening these images in my head. You would think that makes it a low score. However, that is not what I'm going to do. If you look at this as a very long PSA about spousal abuse and avoiding nightlife, it's quite good. I give this seven. I give this movie seventeen All cans. Right. 
<laughs> you really called it's, this a PSA, deal, though, dude. <laughs> like a PSA has to have an end message to not do something. Don't go. He no, did. The he PSA, said, "I'm not having no, the, the beers." PSA in this was, the PSA the in this was go back to your original abuser. That was the PSA. <laughs> the, I That's told the you. PSA. It, it, you can for women. Them. Go back to your original abuser because it wasn't as bad. Hey, one of you it go. It wasn't as bad. And I go won't back. interrupt you like you if do. If you go me. back to no. your original abuser, it wasn't as bad. So just go back, and that's that's your happy, safe place. And maybe he won't hit you anymore. He said he wouldn't. He said he wouldn't. So you know, that's his word is gold. Let my kid uh, rate it. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, so I mean, I I thought the movie was entertaining. Like I wasn't bored, really. Kind of. I mean. Some parts of drag, but I wasn't bored and it didn't go in the direction I was expecting it to. But at the same time, it's um, an abuser movie. So <laughs> that kind of knocks it down a bit. So I gave it uh 12. Okay. Ooh, this is interesting. Because I gave Mean Girls 14. I ain't going to give this movie more than that. <laughs> Damn. Um, no, Alyssa, you gave Mean Girls 16. We'll see you now. Anyway. Oh, well, good, because I, I thought 14 say, was a little too low. I can anyway. the scores, dude. <laughs> um, so uh, this is interesting because I also give it 12. My Now, my reasoning Ooh. for this, though, is a little different. I don't know how the hell to rate this movie. <laughs> because I have to... My thing is, and I grew up, like... I went into my phase where I hated country stuff. Overall, and I still don't care for it that much. Never got out got, of it. Uh, I'm out of it a little bit. I mean, I can appreciate some country kind of stuff, um, but overall, I still don't like it that much. But that's why this movie was like, it's like the one like country movie that I like next to maybe Son-in-Law. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I'm like, but I did like this movie growing up, partly just because it's one of those things. It's like you watch it so many times. And it's like what you have at home and you're watching it and it's not your choice necessarily, but you see it so many times. So, you know it, but it's so effed up, man. There's just it, so many bad messages in this. There's not one good message other than, you know what? Yeah, there is. The, what's the good message? You want to do something with your life? Win a bull riding contest. Okay. Yes. Whatever. $5,000 could change, change your, your life. Laugh. It could change <laughs> your life. Um, so I have to just go in the middle because I did like it and it's like nostalgic for me. And the fact that the yeah. fact that I did like it as a country related hick ass hillbilly movie, but it, it's, it's memorable and there's some really good actors in it. John Travolta, not being one of them, but, uh, <laughs> but it's so fucking jacked up the other way. But that also makes a very, in, a very interesting watch looking back at it. So I just have to just split and say it's 12 because I could actually go higher for certain reasons, but I could also fucking go lower for certain reasons. So I have to just leave it in the middle. So where does that put us, man? Where does that put us? Um, That puts us at 12, 12 and 17. Well, I mean, I, what's the average? I know the average. I wanted to know if you knew. <laughs> what's the average? I can't do stuff. 13.66. Um, oh, because you're. It's 13 and two thirds. Whatever. It's 14.5 plus Alyssa score. <laughs> That's how my spreadsheet set up. <laughs> and then I have her column over to the right. 
I told you you're a piece of shit. You need to add a column, man. Stop, or two. Stop doing that. Call me a piece of shit. You make me feel like sissy. I, I, you feel that? You feel that? I think you're jealous because I can talk better than you. I'm a, make that I'm a podcast again again if I want. I think you're jealous because I podcast better than you. Oh, man. All right. Are we, uh, where does that put it with the 13.6? What's that put it near in our list? 13.6. Um, pretty and pink was 13.5. Ooh, it's better than pretty I'm and pink. I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying that's where it's at. Hocus Pocus 13.5 because you're an asshole. It's better than Hocus Pocus. No, it's Pocus. not. Yes. Hocus Pocus um, is a good movie. You want to know something? Listen, you know what your dad rated Hocus Pocus? 4.5. What did he rate it? Do you know, do you know why it's 13.5? Because I gave it 22.5. Because he cheated and went the way the other cheat. way. I didn't cheat. I gave it the rating it deserved, you dipshit. Man, I, w- I was well, shitty. wish you were just horrible. right now. I horrible. swear to God. <laughs> yeah, me Shut too. Up, Be quiet. F- F9 is 13. I can't believe F9 F9 should be better than this No it shouldn't F9 should be better than this No it really shouldn't F9 was not that good No it was It it was good it was entertaining Hackers is (laughs) 13.5 Yeah well this isn't the right company What's right above it Sweet Home Alabama is 13.375 Because it is worse She's a bigger villain than fucking John Travolta In this movie have beef with Sweet Home Alabama, and you know it, Dad. You know Twilight's it. Thirteen point five. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I yeah. love Twilight. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, well, that's why it's thirteen point five. Um, it's no, but just, it's bad it's in a, a good way. Slightly above average because it's bad in a good way. Yes. <laughs> okay, are we ready, guys, to move to, on? To be done? Yes. I guess. Is that is that moving okay. on? We would like to thank you. For- Yes, we would like to thank you for listening. Remember, you can go to sodapopcultureclub.com for all things related to the show, including your chance to make movie suggestions. And our episode schedule is there as well. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we have a Twitch channel. Now, we want to give you a little tease as to what next week's movie may be. See if you can guess what it is. I think your breath stinks. 